And we're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Happy Friday. Or should yeah. I say, happy fry yay. <laughs> I like that. Fry yay, indeed. So uh, pro- uh, the uh, producer price inflation uh, that uh, came out yesterday for July, um, 3.3% Narina, quite a bit lower than uh, both the June reading of 3.7%, uh, but also uh, than what was expected. So surely this is good news for the economy and especially for the consumer, is it? Uh, well, you know, unfortunately, I think the yes, it is lower, and we typically look towards PPI to give us some indication of what we can expect in consumer price inflation further down the line. And when we look at, at, at components like the intermediate manufactured goods, for example, that was very low. It actually fell by 0.3%, and that actually suggests that there's definitely not a lot of price push coming through from the manufacturing sector. Um, the concerns for me sort of relate to some of the other component numbers, uh, increase in food, beverages, and tobacco at 5.4%, so that certainly points towards pressure building in, in food price inflation. Um, but I think probably the most concerning for me was that the PPI for water and electricity rose by 12.2%, and that indicates intense pressure for prices of, of these two vital basic goods um, to rise over the coming months. So um, although these things are measured only on, on sort of preset specific intervals, so the size of the jumps usually are bigger as we see now but uh, yes that's certainly that 12.2 number quite concerning for me and um, you know as you have pointed out you know um, we spoke about this earlier in the week about the impact of the drought and that what would uh, that would have on agricultural commodity prices and basic foods and there has been calls for restrictions on the irrigation of golf courses do you think that would help Narina? You know, but I think it's quite easy when you hear that there's the potential for water restrictions to be implemented to to look around you and and to look at things like golf courses, these beautiful lush green um, gardens and look at the amount of irrigation that they do and and maybe to think, but isn't that extremely elitist? Why should we be irrigating golf courses and yet have water restrictions? But one of the things that I found quite interesting was to understand that the golf courses basically use so-called grey water for the irrigation. So this is essentially a form of sewerage water. And, and one of the big advantages of that is that it contains phosphate and nitrate, which is very good for, for growing the grass and so on. But you actually can't use that water for normal agriculture or, or obviously even for human consumption. So um, this certainly, um, I think we need to, to, to put that in context when we look at the irrigation at golf courses. But it also assists with things like the pollution in not to be for a dam, but because all of the sewage that is not directed towards the RPS per dam, but rather used as grey water for irrigation of golf courses, actually assists with our water pollution problem. So sometimes I think we tend to, to sort of want to throw the baby out with the bath water, so to speak. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, we're quite adept at doing that. But also, <laughs> please tell me that you have some, some good news uh, for us, you know, because it, it, it can't just be a gloom to round off the weekend. It's, it's been a momentous weekend week. Is there anything we can look forward to? You know what, I do think that there's a very bright short-term star on the horizon and it comes in the expected announcement of 
quite a substantial drop in the fuel prices that we will see next week. So at this stage, the indications are that petrol prices next week could drop by as much as 70 cents a litre. Diesel could decrease by about 50 cents a litre. Um, so that certainly will be a great bit of good news to put us into the weekend. That will happen then. Uh, we'll get the announcement today. and The decrease will happen next Wednesday, first Wednesday of the month, as it always does. Um, just a word of caution, this is expected to be quite temporary. So whatever windfall we get this time around in terms of fuel prices, yesterday we saw the oil price spike by around 10%. So mm. I don't think this is going to be long-lived. So um, the mother in me comes out and, and says, you know, be, use this windfall prudently <laughs> um, and, and don't squander it. But uh, yes, happy news to go into the weekend.